Resuming. We heard. World. Order. Broadcast. Dynatherms connected. Initiating broadcast signal in... gentlemen and knights of the nerd world order this is the nerd world order broadcast i'm the man that you call dukes and to my right it's all about the booyah what's up it's your boy joe baby and to my other other right weighing in at 178 adamantium field pounds coming straight out of krakoa alfonso x-man flores i'm the best there is at what i do and what i do isn't very nice and to my other, other, other right, representing side quests, games, and accessories, Ryan Rhino Haggerty. What is up, Ryan? How y'all doing? Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Uh, glad to be here and glad to be hanging out with you today. So, ladies, gentlemen, and nice and nerd old order, as you can see by looking at the title in front of us, and of course, by the title on the screen, we are going to be discussing a new shop or rather let's say a rebooting shop side quest games and accessories located in pomona california uh ryan has been a fan for a really long time we started talking recently about side quests and i said you know who'd want to hear about this the nerd world order so today we're going to be be discussing everything about side quests where you can find it the activities they have coming up their grand opening and we want you to go and check it out so if you're in pomona that's where you need to be this Saturday for the grand opening. Uh, but let's start off with finding out a little bit more about Ryan. So Ryan, uh, let's start off with something that's really important to me, which is just explaining to the Nerd World Order a little bit about uh, what's, what is SideQuest exactly? So SideQuest is, the idea behind SideQuest was to be an alternative shop for gamers. A lot of times you go to game shops, you got the white walls, you know, the stinky, the stinky private rooms, uh, doesn't really have the same product selection if you go to any other comic shop or game store. So we aimed to bring products to market that, you know, you couldn't find other stores. So you can find everything from crystals to witch hats to D&D um, terrain. You know, we have everything that, that you could possibly want if you wanted to do any type of tabletop RPG or if you wanted to deck your house out in a kind of cottage core style. Or if you wanted to come in and play private games, we have, man, between five, oh, at least 500 pieces that we have available for people to use for their own their own campaigns in the private room with the projector and giant dragons and all the books that you could ever want. We have all that available. We've got a PS5 in there, too, so you can play between rounds. Um, so the shop just kind of hits every different little angle that we, you know, we want. You know, a lot of times you go into stores, like I said, and... You might see 15, 20, if you see even 50 minis on the wall, you're excited. You know, we, I think we're up to, we're over 500 different minis and we think we, we could fit more in there, you know? So yeah. uh, we're very passionate about bringing tabletop gaming and an actual community together. And that's what the shop is about. You know, that's one thing I always loved about you specifically is because I remember the first time I met you, I was down in Temecula and I was talking to you about the clothing company that I was trying to put together. And, and you were just telling mm -hmm. me about, you know, 
clothing company's good, but nerds need a community. And mm -hmm. I was like, man, you know, he's, he's so right about that because sometimes I feel like nerds have trouble coming together. We, we, we don't know where to go and it's hard to find people that have a similar, uh, a similar enjoyment or similar fandom like we do. And so I, I love mm -hmm. that you're creating like this centralized spot where everyone can go and have that community. So, yeah, definitely. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, go ahead, man. Uh, it's just, it's just been great. You know, um, it's not just me on this project as well as, you know, it's a team of us. Uh, there's uh, three other people, Drew Dennis, uh, Ivy Dennis and uh, Jay foot. You know, the team is really, is really good. Everyone kind of checks every box. And so we're really just trying to, you know, bring all of our experience to the table, you know, and, and it's been working out so far. Awesome. Awesome. Having a good team is always really important. I mean, obviously these guys are part of our team and I just know mm -hmm. that I would have challenges in everything I do without them, especially Joe, because Joe's special skill is telling me I'm wrong on everything. And, you know, you don't want to have a bunch of yes men around you all the time, right? No, no, definitely not. <laughs> And we definitely challenge each other, believe me. <laughs> yeah, that's how it has to be in a good organization. So what makes you a nerd exactly? Well, you know, I've always joked that I might be one of the biggest nerds possible because <laughs> I lived and breathed this for every day of my life. You know, I, my job was to bring nerd to people, you know. Mm -hmm. I got to teach countless people how to play every type of tabletop game possible. I run every type of nerd event possible, you know? And so at this point, I just think it's ingrained in me, you know, um, just from being a kid going, literally, I just sold my first Charizard that I bought when I was a kid from the comic shop off 6th Street in Corona, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I still remember where I got some of my cars when I was, you know, 25 plus years ago. So I'm just very dedicated to the to every aspect of, of nerdum and, you know, even when you, like you said, when you brought the idea to me originally, I was just really excited for the name alone because I was like, oh, this is great. Like, yeah, imagine someone could actually, you know, do this, you know. And uh, so I think that's why I'm a nerd. I think I've just really invested in every aspect of it. You know, I've got to do tabletop games on Kickstarter successfully. Like, mm -hmm. I really think I've touched every single aspect that I could. Yeah. <laughs> so. Which, which is awesome, man. So overall, because obviously you love nerd culture, you've been doing it for a while. Mm -hmm. What got you started in becoming like your first thing that t got your interest? You know, it's funny. My dad was a huge comic book fan and I didn't know this. And one day he brought home some Conan the Barbarian. They did like a reboot first issue in the 90s. Mm -hmm. He got me that Bartman and um, the Madman comics. What was it? Madman? Madman? Um and I just remember those are the three comic books that I have for years and yeah. I would reread them and reread them. And, you know, I just, I remember the first time we went to a real comic shop in Temecula, in my opinion, sky high comics. Mm -hmm. And they had actual stuff that you can find in there. There was actual bins and stuff. And I just remember uh, picking up uh, ultimate comics, Spider-Man ultimate comics. And it was over after that. Like, yeah. I think that was like 2001 and it just, it just took off from there, you know? That's cool, man. It's it's funny because all three of us, uh, you know, me, Alfonso, and Joe, we have similar stories in that our dads are the ones who got us into it. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I've known Joe for 
uh, maybe 30 plus years now. And I, I remember going over to his house and his dad would talk to us about like anime, manga, stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. he was way ahead of everybody, you know, before. And it it's so cool because to me, it feels like we call our dads generation zero of the NWO, right? Because it's like our dads got us into it and then we started to build it and do something with it, you know? So, yeah. so I like our kids are going to be like the next generation, you know, they're, they're the ones who are going to carry this on. It's just cool when it starts with your dad like that. So I love that, man. I don't think my son has any idea that his dad's going to be able to do anything he wants with them. <laughs> any video game, any board game. I got you, son. We're going to do it. So, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so what's your number one fandom overall? Um, I want to say naturally comics, you know, I did comic, had the comic shop for 10 years. Comics is always going to be my number one, you know, diving into the stories for sure. Um, but a close second is the tabletop, like the trading card games. You know, I get, Mm -hmm. I'm so competitive and it's like, man, I just want to be able to beat people, you know? So sometimes it's nice (laughs) to sit down and turn cards sideways and, you know, hang out with your boys. Uh, so I really like, you know, kind of the two bigger mediums in the, in the shops is the TCG and the comics. Okay, awesome. So let's jump into talking a little bit about the shop, if that's cool yeah, with you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. okay, so first question I have, because to me, it's just, to your point, you know, you've I've gone into comic book shops that have like maybe a folding table in the corner, you know, mm-hmm, where like people mm-hmm, can put mm-hmm. stuff up, or to your point, the, the mm-hmm. one rack of miniatures. But mm-hmm. it seems like you're doing a lot of stuff here. Like I looked on the website, I was like, are those crystals? I was like, yeah. I, I'm not yeah. looking at that right. I seriously thought that. I'm looking at that wrong because, like, mm-hmm. like, I got a whole room full of crystals. So when I saw that, I was like, oh. when you said that, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's nice. That's nice. Mm-hmm. But my, mm-hmm. qu- my question is, could you give me an overview of, like, you talked about card games. You talked about, um, you know, uh, role-playing games. Overall, what would you say are the things that will be available for your shop, people who go to the shop? You know, anything I say, if it's fantasy related, we want to carry it. You know, if it's high fantasy related, we want to carry it. So, you know, I was even saying we sell Pokemon, but Pokemon kind of it's kind of like kind of sticks out. It doesn't really fit perfectly with what we're doing. You know, we can't not have Pokemon because we're a game store. You know, we all we all have our own different loves for Pokemon, of course. But, uh, you know, it's just a lot of high fantasy stuff. Like like I said, when you walk in. The vibe is just so amazing. Just all the different little games, and we always try to find stuff that's unique and hard to find. You know, that's the th- main mm-hmm. thing. We got even the plushies that we have. Um, you know, we like I said, like when I go to other stores, I don't really see the products that we have. And um, even the room, like I said, with the crystals, we call it the room of wondrous items. And we got you know Harry Potter fire wands in there. We got cloaks. We got uh, tapestries. We have uh, incense holders. And we realized that, you know, if you're a nerd, it's really hard to find stuff that's not branded with a superhero. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to find stuff that doesn't have Lord of the Rings attached to it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we we are constantly out there looking for new distributors and new manufacturers that can bring products to, you know, that we can bring in that we're not seeing anywhere else. So really that's kind of our pitch is we have a store of wondrous items you know, come in, see all the shiny things that we have. There's probably going to be something that connects with you there, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's all different types of personalities in our shop, What I think, which I think is the best part. 
So, um, you know, the other day I'm I'm talking to someone about a magic deck, and the next thing you know, I'm talking about 90s wrestling. You know, I'm talking yeah. about Royal Rumble 99. You know what I mean? So it's a, it's a great mix of people that come in, and um, and especially with some of the new things we're doing to build the community. Um, I think when you come in, you're going to feel that. You're going to see that. We're trying to bring people together for real, not just like other shops that say community, and their community means people that spend money, you know? Yeah. This We're actually providing a place for people um, to be able to do their thing. So um, I think that's the big difference. Awesome. You know, Joe's normally the one who goes in unfiltered um, and I'm, I'm more of the politically correct one, but I'll say this. I feel like in a lot of shops or even when you go to conventions, people stick to the people that they know. Right. And mm -hmm, it's hard mm -hmm. to build a community when you walk in the door and if you're not the guy who goes there every week they assume number one you don't know anything about whatever medium they have you know whether it be in gaming or comic books or something like that you know instead of asking like you know so so you know what are you looking for what do you collect or something like that you know it's always just assuming you don't know stuff and and so i feel right. like to your point um we call ourselves like nerds redefined right that's sort of our tagline and I feel like you do want that variety of people, you know, like to say like, oh, you're a nerd because you do this, but only this, like, oh, that's not a nerd if, if he doesn't collect comics or, oh, she's not a nerd if she doesn't, uh, you know, she's not a gamer or something like that. It's like, we feel like, and we agree with you, we need that, that, that diversity where it's like, okay, cool. You walk in and it's going to be a community and we're going to get to know each other. So I absolutely love that, man. Yeah. Um, one step at a time, you know, and the cool thing is the team, they're so open to good ideas. They're so open to taking risks on things. You know, even we did a scavenger hunt and we kind of, we have been talking about it, but the way we threw it together was just so great. And the way we were able to connect with uh, other businesses was so unique. And I don't really see anyone do stuff like that. So the fact that we can, we can do things as a team that we're not, not only not seeing other game stores do, but other businesses do in general. That's what I'm talking about, you know. So I see you have the scavenger hunt, but basically what we did was we went to different businesses locally and we said, hey, we're going to drop off this bag of dice for you. People are going to come in, they're going to do a purchase, and then you're going to give them the dice. And then what they do is they bring the dice and the receipt in on the grand opening, and we give them bonus discounts, prizes, and gifts. And, you know, we did 15 to 20 dice at different various businesses locally. Mm -hmm. And... Four, one to four hours for each location, all the dice were gone. So the that power is, of our community awesome. is amazing. You yeah, know, the, that's that's so just so that's, awesome, man. And one of the, and guess what? One of the other one of the clues was another local game store. So we even got what people would believe is our competitor, Mister mm Mister -hmm. Kyle at Game Nights, great guy. We sent fifteen customers over there. He was, he took him two hours to get up all the dice out. Wow. So we really don't, we really don't care. We just, we really want to make things fun and have a good time. And the more, the merrier. <laughs> that is so cool, man. And, and I, I'm going to ask you a question because you have a lot of experience to your point, you know, launching products, launching shops, stuff like that. So you're here with us talking to us today, you know, to get the word out. And I really appreciate that. Um, at Thank what you. point do you feel like, man, this is going to really be successful? Because 
you already got it, man. If you got that many people going to that many stores, the buzz is amazing. So when do you feel like you know this is going to be a hit? Well, something we didn't talk about is there's a couple things. One, I already know it's going to be a hit because, like I said, our team is crazy. We're, we, we, we have the formula. I've been doing this too long. I know exactly what the people want. I know exactly what, how we need to market, you know, and we're, we're actually taking it to the next level. We're actually not only doing retail, but starting first quarter next year, we are launching a distribution company and we are going to be distributing to stores, um, Kickstarter games and a lot of the products that we carry already in store. We're going to be able to get that to retailers so we're gonna we have over 450 items that we are sourcing from all over the world, and including the United States, everywhere, small places, big places, and we're putting into a beautiful catalog that places can order from every month. And uh, awesome. And basically, what we're doing is like I went to Comic Con this year and met a bunch of creators. I had a hundred percent commitment from every single creator that I met to get on board with us. We wow. already have two games that are going to be going exclusive with us that we can't talk about yet, but we have two Kickstarter games that are going to be pretty big that are going to go exclusive with us. We're going to have an app, in-store app, or a in-app store app, I should say, for retailers to be able to download and be able to do all their orders through with video updates and gameplay updates and all that cool stuff. They'll be able to get push notifications to do orders. So we're revolutionizing the way distribution is as well. Um, and the reason that is, is because, like I said, we have so much experience doing this and we know how the new technology works that, you know, why not? <laughs> all these guys. Yeah. I'm sure you've seen how much people complain about Diamond and all these other all these other guys. You know, believe me, I've dealt with all of them and spent a lot of money with them and they don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, they still have old broken websites. So. I hope none of these guys see it. Please give us our allocations. Um, but, <laughs> but, uh, but you know what I mean? So we're really trying to make sure, and we're not trying to do Pokemon and magic distribution. We're doing all the alternative products, you know? So not only are we doing the retail side, but that's supporting us on getting stuff to other stores as well um, right. to really get the line out there. That's, that's awesome. Cause by being a dis- distributor, you're supporting, the more independent uh you know i'll say products because a lot of times distribution is the biggest challenge and when you become that central hub or that central place where everyone goes it allows people who struggled before to get their product out there and get eyes on it you're Mm -hmm. you're the man who's going to help them do that so that's that's really yeah as and logistically you know a lot of these distributors they don't get into manufacturing they don't get into brand building you know, and so if we're able to give people a step up by saying, hey, oh, you have a board game? Like, let's say NWO has a game that they wanted to put out, a board game. We could help you guys go to market and we would have the stores to back it up, you know, and instead of trying to hope, you know, be the middleman for all these companies, why not? Why not help? You know, yeah. um, so that's kind of how we're looking at it. It's like, you know, if we want to launch our own game, guess what? We already have 2,000 stores under our belt, so we can put it right. on the catalog and, and get it out there. So that's that's the real goal is to make a central hub for creators to be able to put their stuff out and get into physical locations. Awesome. So I would think, and I'm just going to speak on, I'll say, experience with people I know. 
sometimes going into a comic book shop or a gaming shop or a card shop is a little bit overwhelming if you if you're not really into it and you're just trying to get into it for the first time what have you guys done to make the shop welcoming to the new gamer so there's a couple things um first we created this thing called the dungeon master academy so basically we have dungeon masters that have signed up paid and signed up to be a part of our program where we teach them to be professional dungeon masters um we have different levels we have apprentice level level one and level one mentor and level two so if you're an apprentice you have to serve three games under a, a mentor and take a test and move on and the program has a bunch of various steps like that so basically we're creating these ambassadors for our store that are our actual community like the people that are actually actively coming in the store we did the signups thinking we would maybe get 10 people we ended up getting 24 in five days Wow. And, and, you know, this is a 200, these are $200 signups. These are not cheap signups. And, um, you know, this, as for a first time program, I think that's great. But now what happens is now we have, if you're a new person coming in and we're launching a new thing called newbie Tuesdays to encourage new players to come in. Now you have dungeon masters that are committed to getting you into it and are excited to be there. You know, a lot of times you go to these stores, these DMs, you know, they might be getting 10 bucks store credit or they got other stuff going on. They're not fully into it. They're kind of wishy-washy. I'm sure you guys have seen it, you know. Mm-hmm. At this point, these guys are these guys are dying for games. They're they're ready. They're, they they want to play. So with that hap- with with that new players come in, they can feel that. They can see that these guys are committed. They want to they want to play with actual local guys and not feel like it's a shop employee if that makes sense you know oh yeah um and the cool thing is we um the new website's launching soon we have a website up but it's going to be transferring over any minute now and uh, basically what on there you're going to be able to book your game there's going to be find a game you're going to be able to see a list of all the games coming up you're going to be able to click on it see what the campaign is going to be about what you're going to get yourself into you're going to be able to see who the dungeon master is, and you're going to be able to see their style of dungeon mastering. So you can go on there, click on them. Oh, okay, I really. You can't see it on the website now, but you know it's going to be all there. And uh, basically, that will be able to let people tailor their experience and mm-hmm. be able to kind of, oh, you know what, Joe's campaign sounds fun, and I like his. It's very combat heavy. I'm going to try that out. So I think people are going to be able to find better experiences for themselves. Um, a lot quicker, you know, um, mm-hmm. and I think uh, be able to build a community like that on our website, which will have groups and we'll have group chats and you'll be able to find the dungeon masters easily with by their badge being under their name. Um, we've been Betty testing and everyone I was waiting for all this feedback of people. Like, oh, this doesn't work. I don't like the way this looks. I got one guy saying, can you change the background color a little bit? Like, I'm like, <laughs> OK, sure. Got you, bud. <laughs> Easy. So, um, so I think between the app that we're developing for the store, um, the website, uh, the way we built the social media community on the website, um, it's going to make it, make it easy for people to find the groups that they want to be a part of. Nice. Yeah. I, I like this idea of the whole certified dungeon master. That, that's really cool. Um, are you making them actual certificates to put on their wall? So they can oh. be like, I oh yeah. DM. They're, they're already made. They're already nice. made. 
So on the app, we actually have an automated program with steps. Yeah. And the th steps get checked off. And when you get to a certain level, you automatically get a PDF email with your custom certificate that we made for you. That's smart. So That's we're, smart. we're all over it. We're all over it. Yeah. I like that. Mm -hmm. I got a quick question. What are you going to do for the people that don't live anywhere close to any of your shops? So let's just say if they want to play Dungeons and Dragons and you got DMs you know, set up, you know, Dungeon Matches and stuff like that. Are you going to create a website where you could probably like a Skype, a Zoom, a Discord? For them to, to join because not everyone's going to have access to your shops and that's a that's a great question so quarter one on our app and website we have full live streaming capabilities so you'll be able, we're going to be doing live streaming on our app that you can download in the google play and apple store so we're going to be doing all kinds of online activities um once we get we're trying to get all the in-store events going first and flowing all our dungeon masters you know all um you know, all, all dialed in. And then as soon as that happens, we're going online. That's a big part of it. Um, the, that side of it is going to be called quest first media. That's going to be a, a big launch for us, um, of getting some content creators that are going to be helping us as well. Um, so between the people in the store doing campaigns or dungeon master Academy, people doing campaigns and, um, some of our ambassadors just making content, there's going to be a lot of, there's going to be a lot of stuff on there for people to check out. Um, and then the cool thing is we have, it's all free. There's going to be a lot of free stuff on there, but then we're also, um, offering memberships, two different levels of memberships. So there's going to be some content that's going to be for paid members only. So everything's going to be family friendly, but the paid members only might be, you know, a little bit more, you know, not safe for work. So we're going to try to try to have some fun in, in different, in different areas for different types of people. It's very nice. It's, really amazing because you know i feel like putting the podcast together we feel like we're up on technology but what you're doing is you're taking so many different facets of technology and pulling them all into one place you know not just the app but you know looking at everything you're doing i feel like you guys are really setting yourself apart and you're light years ahead of where everyone else should be as far as the distribution you know that the dungeon master academy yeah what that's it's i i remember back in the day when we would play dungeons and dragons it would just be like hey i'm the guy who bought the book first so i'm the dm <laughs> yeah. and he was just freestyling it you know but right. it, it, yeah and and he could be doing something completely wrong and until we got the book we didn't know you know right so it's just so awesome, man. It's so exciting to hear everything you're doing because I feel like every medium has to evolve. You know, it, mm -hmm. things are going to get stagnant because I hate to say it, but I feel like tabletop gaming for the most part, you know, maybe the, the publisher changed or, you know, maybe the dice changed a little bit. The dice got prettier, but the <laughs> actual did. accessibility and the gameplay has, has, in my opinion, been very stagnant. And I feel like you guys are just like upping the level, which is really nice. Yeah, you know, I always try to reverse everyone's experience, reverse engineer everyone's experience. And when people are coming in and I hear, I'm a new dungeon, I'm, I, you know, my friends want to play Dungeons and Dragons. They told me to figure it out. We hear that 50 times a week. And the fact that we have to sell you something immediately and say, here, buy these books, and that's all we can really do. 
that's where I knew that there was a problem, you know? So Mm -hmm. every, every aspect of this business and every step we're trying to make sure that we're saying, Hey, how can we give someone the best experience for the most common question? And if we can start there, we're going to, we're going to be a good store. We're going to be a good shopping experience. Uh, so that's kind of how we build everything out is, is that way. Awesome. Let's get into this grand opening. I know we covered the scavenger hunt a little bit and, you know, there's going to be special prizes and things like that. But uh, I guess first question would be what time are you guys opening? Um, you know, what, what should people expect when they pull up? How's it going to be inside? So I'll just say this first, we haven't posted it yet, but anybody that got a, a dice from the farm store, because that was our first uh, scavenger hunt clue, will uh, be able to move to the front of the line, actually. So any of those people get to get that, that's going to be pretty cool. So we do open at 10 a.m. It's going to be a 10 a.m. opening. We are going to let some early birds in a little early, of course. Um, mm-hmm. Might as well. <laughs> and we're going to have face painting. We're going to have... Uh, I hear I heard the ice cream truck trucks in town. I've been hearing about stuff. We didn't hire them, but I hear that that they may be showing up. Um, we uh, what else do we have going on? We have a buy one get one free uh, for board games. So buy any board game, equal or less value, get one free. Just take just take another one. Here you go. You know, uh, you're gonna be able to roll for your discount, minimum five percent. So we'll have a D thirty available for you know, so you get up to thirty percent on your whole transaction. Uh, one of the dice, another first-time announcement, is that it's going to be you're going to be able to add to your roll a d20 with uh, with um, initiative, so you get another roll just in case you don't like the first one, and you can get up to 50% off on with those die. So that's pretty cool. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's a so scavenger hunt was definitely going to be worth it for the people that did it. <laughs> uh, so so we're gonna have um, you know a lot of little flash sales throughout the day. It's going to be a big party. Um, yeah, so I would just say get there early, uh, before we sell out at everything. <laughs> yeah. So when you were talking the board games, uh, what sort of board games do you guys have? Oh man, I think we have like over 200 games in the shop right now. I couldn't even, we have, it's nothing, it's nothing like risk or monopoly or anything like that. I mean, um, oh, man, you put me on the spot. There's so many different, so many different ones. <laughs> I can't even think of them right now. Um, okay. I keep thinking of all of our RPG starter sets right now. That's all I can visualize right now. But What's we have a lot of good popular? board games. Um, our most popular board game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the funny thing is, uh, have you ever seen that throw burrito game? Man, we no. sell those all. You haven't seen that? Yeah, X Man's seen them. He's laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, my son loves that game. Throw it's burritos at each other left and right. It's a good game, yeah. <laughs> uh, throw burrito is a really good one. Uh, obviously, Magic's been blowing up at our shop, uh, but I think that's pretty much for everybody. Uh, we we just started carrying Warhammer, so we have a lot of Warhammer stuff that people have been coming in for. Uh, we've been doing for the, on the newbie nights and on our social nights. We actually do uh, how to paints, so you can come in and we teach you how to paint. It's pretty cool. We'll get set up little paint stations and. Uh, we provide the paints and the brushes for you. Uh, the first two social events, we de- we had maxed out at 70 people, uh, sold out in like a few days. And I think every like half the people went home, went home with the paint and mini, you know. So, uh, so yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Oh, oh I, f- I forgot to mention, we're doing 15 minute dungeons as well all day. Nice. So so basically, you come in, you want to sign up. Every 15 minutes, you jump in, 
and you you take the place of the people from before you. <laughs> yeah, so it gets Thank it you. gets pretty it gets pretty funny. Yeah, and the DM for our guy Trevor, he he's amazing. He does all the voices and he gets really into it. Um, I'm just really glad that we have him have him there for that day. Hey, you know, with Warhammer, you should reach out to Henry Cavill. I hear he's a pretty big fan. Maybe you get him in to help out. Man, <laughs> I wish. I wish. I wouldn't know what to do, honestly. I, I would fool nerd out. Like, I would, <laughs> I would have an issue for sure. <laughs> I think if you're all right, all you got to do is talk about Warhammer because he loves talking about that. That's true. That's true. That's very true. And it I might start like to blow story. up. It might start to blow up, too, because, you know, he's getting ready to film it himself like oh, i guess he got true. the green light green light for that you know to record or to make a series out of it so you might go get a boom in sales and that you know so that's that could we create get our- more easter egg hunts and contests mm-hmm. for the die and discounts and stuff like that because yeah, i got I a friend that-, that i work with that does warhammer mm-hmm. and he always buys figurines he's painting them and stuff like that and he that's oh man he enjoys that it takes a it takes a it's a serious hobby that's for sure mm-hmm. Um, but we have great deals on our paints, five to eight dollars. I know everyone that comes in says, "Oh, your prices are so good." So I'm like, "Keep buying them from us. Keep coming by." So we're happy. One thing I was wondering about is I saw that you were hooking up or or, or making connections with a lot of the local businesses. How important is proximity and the university as far as getting a lot of clients from the university? Is that not really a factor or is that something that really helps out? Uh, No, it's huge. Actually, when, you know, when we started this project, I told them we have to get in the community. That's the only way I'm going to really say we can find success, you know. So we immediately got with the University of Village. We immediately got with the there's a brewery connected to the school. So they get all the hops from the school. They do all the science and teaching and everything. So they, um, you know, immediately we jumped in. You know, the board game, the tabletop club at the school found us immediately. And the, their leaders came to us. And they had a problem with funding with the school. And we helped them out. And, you know, so uh, we went to the public library already. We did a, we handed out 200 packs of Pokemon cards. Um, along with a bunch of coupons and other giveaways. We gave a free dice to every single, I think we gave about 150, 200 uh, sets of free dice to the kids. Uh, that was just yesterday, actually. Um, you know, the the public library actually asked us to do weekly um, tabletop games at the library. They want to hire us and do that. So we're like, bring it on. More community stuff, the better, you know? Yeah. Uh, we're going to be doing some more stuff with the, 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 the schools on how to play Pokemon and and um, other things that are related to that. So, you know, we're we're going full into community. You know, that's a huge, huge thing for us, um, especially with the college. Like, I don't I think half of our customers right now are existing customers. And then the other people are college students or people that work around the school. <laughs> you know, so it's been it's been really good. The school's been really supportive oh, so far. That's awesome. You know, as as you were talking, I was asking myself, like, why couldn't he do this in Ontario? Because, you know, I live in Ontario. You could even go Upland. A bit, a bit better clientele in hey. Upland. But <laughs> because, hey, it's not over. We're just getting started. We're yeah, not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Second location coming soon. Yeah. I'm calling it yeah. now. Uh, yeah. But my uh, son's best friend, she is part of the uh, gaming club at her high school, you know, and she just talking to her. 
she just got so excited you know she was telling me about how she got into it because she was watching stranger things and you know from there she wanted to le learn to play dungeons and dragons and she has people to hang out with and i feel like that's something that you're providing is is you're given i'll say kids or you know even adults like an opportunity to connect with people they wouldn't be able to connect to otherwise you know mm -hmm. So oh, looking yeah. at looking at that, I guess one question I would have for you is, you know, you've talked about, um, you know, the grand opening and I looked at your old website, but I know the mm -hmm. new one's coming. Um, is it going to be easy for people just to drop in and, you know, play on a Tuesday or a Thursday night? Is that process going to be pretty easy? Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to have open... Uh, so be between our Dungeon Master Academy games, which will be cheaper mm -hmm. than if you were going to rent through them out yourself, right. um, we're going to have time specific for people to rent rent the room out as well. So you can just go on there any day and rent, rent the private room out. We always have two tables out that people can come play. We can add two more anytime we want. So we can fit like 24 people in there pretty comfortably, you know. Um, so, so, yeah, you can come on pretty much any day. Today we had like eight guys playing Commander, just playing Magic, hanging out. You know, uh, wasn't expecting that at all. Uh, we had a we had a private game going on in the private room at the same time, so it was kind of. I was actually talking to uh, Drew today, uh, the one of the owners, and he we were just like kind of chuckling, like, "Man, it's great. You build it, and they will come." You know, yeah. And everyone was just just be able to sit back and see everyone laughing and everyone having different experiences in the same place. Um, it was just it's just a good feeling to have. So I'm glad we're yeah. we're in the flow right now. You know, I'm going to have to disagree with you for a second. Okay. If you build it, they don't always come, which <laughs> which is a real testament to you and your team. Because I've I've been in situations where people were trying to start, let's say, a, you know, like a nerd nightclub, or maybe people were trying to start like, you know, their own store or something like that, but they didn't have community in mind. They were like, you know, I'm just going to throw some stuff up, play some music, so you guys mm -hmm. have thought it all through. And so I'm just going to say, you know, props to you and your team for creating an environment that people want to go to and people do feel comfortable enough to learn or to play their favorite game. So props to you and your team, man. Yeah, thank you so much. We're just going to keep working as hard as we can and keep trying to be innovating and keep coming up with new ideas. And, you know, I probably spilled the beans on a few things I shouldn't, but it's okay. And you know, we have so much more that we're working on, I was just going to say, and, you know, I'm so excited about that. And I wish I could really share more, but I think what we have in store for the community, like, you know, it's going to be one of those sayings, other stores are going to see what we're doing. And they're like, why didn't we do that first? You know, mm -hmm. and we're going to just keep trying to be that way. Awesome. You don't have to disagree with you because, you know, I'm the king of disagreeing with people. I love it. Um, they're, they're not going to do what you're going to do. Uh, to Alan's point, you know, the reason why I think those nightclubs and bars don't work because not everyone wants to go to a nightclub or a bar every night. Right. But what you're creating with the community and the people that get involved, I mean, what makes the Dungeons and Dragons or a magic game? It, it's not the cards that you can get. It's not the dice that you can get. It's the people that you're playing with, right? Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. the tools to make it successful and why you're successful is the people. So in a sense, you're building the people. 
you're not building the merchandise and selling merchandise. You're building the people and you're investing in the people. And I think that's why you're successful. And I think that's why people are going to try, but they ain't going to duplicate it because unless you reach the people and give them what they want and create an environment where they feel comfortable to go learn to either be a DM or to go watch, because you know, like, just kind of times me and I will walk into a comic book shop. It's like a car dealership. You walk in there and someone's looking at you like, hey, you want to buy this? You want to buy this? And, you know, like you're just trying to look, right? right? Right. And so when you're looking, you look into a room and if you can fit 24 people and then they're playing and the people make the game, they're going to be loud. They're going to be rowdy. Someone's going to look and be like, what the hell is going on over there? Right? Mm-hmm. And, it'll, and the question that will pop in their head is like, you know, I always thought about doing that. Let me ask about it. And mm-hmm. so... I think that's why you're successful in my opinion. And I think that's where your success is coming in and why a lot of other comic book shops won't go or as far as you. And you're always thinking ahead, how, how can it be better? Because once you get to a certain point where you lose that, what can I do better? What can I do to make more people come? And you just complacent and you're good where you're at, that's where you stay. But I feel like the energy that you're putting in and where you're going, it's just going to get increasing. It's going to get better and better. I appreciate that. You know, we we build our – I try to build everything on a couple fundamentals, and one of them is to go first. You know, I learned that a long time ago. My dad taught me that you go first with people, and then people will show up for you, you know. And when we're coming up with these promotions and these giveaways and stuff like that, and I always tell the team, like, just remember, you know, we're going first. We're showing people – that we actually care before we tell, because a lot of times it's the other way. They want you to come spend money before they do stuff for others, you know, or they want to just break even on every tournament or whatever. So we're really trying to make sure that, you know, we're staying true to that of, of going first with, uh, with our customers. Here you go. I got an idea for you. I was thinking about this. I don't know why it's in my head here, like commercial, right? You've got, you've got classic eighties, kids hopping under banana seat bikes, Riding over to their one friend's house, they all drop their bikes outside. They go downstairs in the basement to play some D and D. Right, mom's in the background yelling about demons and stuff. Now you fast forward to the future. You've got everybody. You've got kids. You've got teenagers. You've got adults hopping on their e bikes, pulling up to your store, hopping out, going in the room. You know, shutting the door, going into play some D and D. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. You know, it basically happened the other day, so that's why I'm. That's why I was smiling so big. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's your boy. I appreciate. I appreciate the sentiment, honestly. Uh, you know, it, it, we've been putting a lot of hard work into this, and um, you know, I we actually go to still go to other stores, and we went to a store recently, and we had to leave because I just was sick to my stomach when I went in there. You know, and I there was just so many things they were doing wrong, and I'm like. Man, I, I was looking at Drew, and I was like, Drew, if I wasn't with you, I'll come here and beg to work with this man. Because, like, there's just so many missed opportunities at some of these places, you know. And and I feel bad for some of these – I feel bad for some of these patrons, honestly, um, that these guys aren't really working hard. And like you said, they're just throwing tables up and putting some music on, you know. They're doing it for a hobby and not for the actual love of the business and the community. So, um, so yeah, I do appreciate that. And – like I said, the team is, I got to keep bringing them up because they're just so good. And a lot of their passion is what really drives us to actually get everything done. 
I think it's really important. It seems like we're rounding the corner here. I want to make sure that you get out mm -hmm. all your contact info, all your social yeah. media, everything like that. So once you run through that to make sure everybody knows where to get in contact with you. Oh, uh, yeah. So we are SciQuest SoCal on Instagram. Uh, SciQuest.fun. Um, you go to our website. The new site should be up any day now. Um, we're just waiting on that transfer to work to go through. Uh, SideQuest.fun. We're in Pomona, right next to Cal Poly Pomona. You can't miss us on the map. Uh, Saturday, uh, 10 a.m., Pomona. Come to our grand opening. Lots of sales, up to 30% off all purchases. Come say hi. Come nerd out. Come check out the room of wondrous items. Come say hey to the team. Awesome. So overall, man, I have to say, oh, Alfonso pulled it up already. So Alfonso... <laughs> Plus, Alfonso, doesn't your isn't your daughter into gaming at all? Yeah, she really wanted to get into to D and D. You know, um, she was super excited about it. Um, she picked up some stuff. We we talked about it, and then um, she's in high school now, right? So then she went to join the D and D club. You know what the problem was? It was mm. packed. She's like, I I I felt like I couldn't get a word in edgewise. I couldn't even get noticed. It, it was like. It was almost like it's it's the new jocks shunning the new people, and it's like, yeah, you can't have that kind of mentality in this kind of world, right? You can't right. be that that comic book shop comic book shop guy from the Symptoms, Simpsons, you know, trying to act like you're better than everybody else. This has got to be a welcoming community. Everybody's got to be involved. Um, eventually, you know, she she's focused on her artwork a lot, so I think eventually we're gonna get back into it. I'm gonna try to push for it. You know, maybe we'll take a swing out there that way towards. Yeah, the come by. I'll give you guys the red carpet. Nice. You know. Show you guys everything you need to know. Make sure I hook you guys up. So <laughs> appreciate it. Awesome. So, ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, uh, normally this would be the time where I tell you to uh, share this podcast with all of your enemies, but I want to make sure all of you get the opportunity to go on down to Pomona and check out SideQuest because Ryan, as a person, Every time I've ever talked to him, you know, we've seen each other off and on through the years, but I still remember that first conversation I had with him and, and how motivating he was. And that is something that you'll get when you're at the shop, because you can tell, talking to Ryan right now, that attitude, that energy that he has, that's what the shop carries. And that's what we need right now in the nerd community is you need to feel welcome wherever you are. You need to feel like you're part of a community. That's what we try to do at the NWO. And SideQuest is a physical representation of that, a real community that's part of the community. So I'm going to encourage all of you to check out SideQuest on Instagram. Go down to SideQuest. Oh, not just for grand opening. I mean, yeah, you want to go there to grand opening, you know, get some stuff, uh, get board game, you know, buy one, get one free. I might roll up for the buy one, get one free. Um, <laughs> may toss a burrito at my son later, but check out SideQuest. Uh, it's just something you need to do. I feel like it's going to be something that you'll be able to say, like, I went to SideQuest when they were, and now they are. Because SideQuest is going somewhere. Everything Ryan does, it goes somewhere. It expands. It blows up. And this is this is just something else that Ryan's doing that is going to make a huge impact and change the way things are done. So definitely check it out. Pomona this Saturday, 10 a.m. Check the website. Uh, side, SideQuest.fun. That's correct. SideQuest.fun. Right, SideQuest.fun. Yeah, SideQuest SideQuest check it out. Check out the new website. It's going to be sick. Uh, check it out. It's definitely something you're going to look forward to. So until next time, ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, 
I am NWO. We are NWO. Nerds redefined. Booyah. Booyah.